All right, and here we are for session 27 of the Scarper Shoals. Today is Sunday, the 14th of Malachite. The weather is mild with strong winds from the northeast, and it is raining. Captain Teheri has put up only the most minimal sail. Actually, that was during the day. She's not, she's not sailing at all right now. It is well after dark, and the heroes have returned to the Stargazer after exploring a strange metal shipwreck and an abandoned orc fortress that contains an oven that doesn't need fuel. Waif has been fishing, but is frustrated through with the results. The fishing was much better further south, she says. Hmm. <sighs> it, it, is she hungry enough to be a problem, or just bored? Ah, uh, bored. Okay, fair. Captain Deharry says that the, the, the she would like to uh, continue north toward the island of Eschweiss tomorrow. Uh, depending on how well the, good the winds are and how nice the weather is, um, should be able to make a loop up around it and then come back and then be able to scout the eastern side of Donnard which is the island you're currently off the western side of. Mm -hmm. And then from there, she will have enough information to finish her map. And she'd like to make make uh, make for Port Akensis. Uh Okay. So um, I think that, you know, as I, as I mentioned in the chat earlier, that I think as a plan... For us, like, even though we're, you know, still waiting for the moon caller to return, if we finish with the map, we can still, you know, uh, head back out and then try to reach out with sending or something to the moon caller and maybe rendezvous with them. I guess we would have to find out how Captain Tahari feels about just timing because, you know in a meta sense, we know that the money she needs is available on the moon collar, but not, you know, we would have to go where they are to get it. Right. And you can find that out even when you have a successful sending. Um, mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't take too much effort. Yeah, the, 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 the Stargazer is a pretty swift ship, um, but then so is the moon collar. So, um, uh, let's assume, okay, assuming two days to getting done with this, that would take you to the 16th. Um, the, uh, and the, uh, the, the moon color arrives in Tabatabai on the 23rd. Mm. So the 16th mm. would be, um, about the time that it's leave that the, that the, uh, um, the moon color is leaving Shenhood. Mm -hmm. uh, or just a little after. So, um, oh, but then so you wouldn't be able to send your sending on the 16th because you'd still be um, in the Scarper Shoals. Because we didn't send it. We know from, we you can't create a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, uh, but um, um, I, there's a, there's a, I mean, there's already a couple things that um, we've kind of sort of retconned. But um, mm. but you but I don't think there's any circumstance where you would tell the moon color to turn around and come back because well right you want that you yeah. want that axe as soon as possible 
So yes, definitely. But it's just a concern of since the agreement with um, Captain Dahari, right. you know, was cash when the map is ready. Yeah. Um, we would just need to make sure she is understanding that there might be a, if she can give us a grace period, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Hey, we've been traveling together. We've just done this thing where we've created a map together and it's great. And we've got money on the way, but it's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> if she can give us a week or two of grace, that would be well, excellent. Possibly, That's what I was going to suggest. Um, Possibly, uh, she could let uh, she could um, let us take her where the money is, or take us to where the money is. Instead of like, oh yeah, well we've got to wait for these guys to get back and blah blah blah. Instead of that, well, we know where the money is. Why don't you? We just go and meet the guys, and they can pay you. Yeah, and that might take enough time to where we can meet up. At the same time, and, you know, after they've got the money and, you know, we've sailed on, and (laughs) there you go. And if we're coming from a completely random direction, then maybe we won't run into pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Question, um, have we we definitively established that if we try to send a sending while we're here in the middle of the islands that it is blocked? Nope. Have we established that officially? We just kind of have been assuming it. Yeah, you look at that, you looked at that enchantment and said, ooh, there's a protective field. Yeah. You're not, you've never actually tested how strong it is. Well, might as well. It seems like it would be worthwhile to have a definitive answer to that at least. Okay. I I can't cast that spell though, so. Does anybody else have it prepared today? Um, yes. Mogulet has it prepared. Okay. Are you going to attempt it? Yeah, I guess I will. Um... Can you hear me now? <laughs> no, right. I guess I'll. Yeah, I guess I'll just send to Device and say, you know, we're we're far out on the edge of the shoals. Actually, you're not. Let you're not that know. far from the center of it. You're yeah. you're deep in the middle of the shoals yeah. right now. But, but we're uh, but we're fairly far from the uh, that warding thing, aren't we? Oh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. from the hinge. Yeah, the that's hinge, what I mean. Yeah. Sorry. Um, we are away from the ward. Let us know if you receive this. Hope you're doing well. Okay. Make a wisdom check. This is just your spell casting attribute. First, I had to make a dexterity check to not drop my headset. Um. <laughs> Sorry, my mother called me in the middle of doing that. Nine plus five is fourteen. It does not. It does not succeed. Ugh. No, it seems like we're still uh, under the the lid, as it were. Hmm. And you know that the DC you have to overcome is higher than fourteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, uh, per perhaps we just have this discussion with, with Captain Tahari now, just to say if we, we know we are closing in on the completion of the survey, it's just uh, she she knows that we sent mm -hmm. the moon caller out to do these ag agendas. Uh, what does she have to say about it? Um, that we we expect to have the money once we can rendezvous with them, mm. but that would not entail. Uh, we we would have to go to where they are first, rather than uh, straight back to Port of Kansas or Shenhood. Um. We promise we're not trying to rip you off. I I think I could be be um, convinced to delay publishing the map for a, for a little while. Uh, how about an extra hundred gold pieces? I I I look around at my <laughs> fellows before immediately agreeing. Oh, could have bargained that down. Well. It's all right. Got us over a barrel. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I look to you. I do not immediately agree. I am sort of like inclined to say that seems fair, but I'm seeing what you guys think. <sighs> well, she's been nothing but helpful to us. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's uh, worthwhile to argue her down yeah. on this. She's been very accommodating to other uh, changes in the original plan. I think it's fair. Okay. Um, I I would assume so. The the would the question still be um, we receive the map on payment or or would there be a, just a, a, an agreement that we have a business arrangement made? I would turn the map over to you if you pay me for the um, for the exclusive right to it. And then you can make as many copies as you like. Um, okay. It's a, in, it's uh, a, out of game, I thought exclusivity, exclusivity was part of the original. Right. Um, it was, but it cost more. So it's just a matter of we intended to pay that full amount. But yeah, this when, is this is why when, we're giving her two thousand gold rather than I think it was like what eight hundred or twelve hundred uh, gold. Two thousand gold was for the exclusive rights to the map. Um, you know, <laughs> she would not she would not make another map based on her notes, and she would not make any map for anyone else. That is, you know, you it is your map. It's your you have you own the copyright to it. If all you want is a copy of the map that she's made since going there. Um, then that's just 250 gold. But then she can go and sell it to anybody else who wants one. <clears throat> yeah, this is why we're giving her 2,000 gold. So, so if, if you're, if you're, if you're, someone's willing to mark off the 100 gold, then she's willing to um, take the, after the, after the survey is done, uh, take the stargazer to uh, rendezvous with the moon caller. And uh, how many days? Well, uh, instead of instead of sailing directly to uh, instead of sailing to Portokensis and then Shenhood and then around uh, around the uh, the southern tip of the continent, um, she's confident enough in her navigational abilities to sail directly for the southern tip of the continent 
and thereby uh, cut several days off the trip. So it would only take about, depending on the weather, about 10 days to make Tabatabai from, from, from the Scarper Shoals. So if, if you leave on the, if you finish, if she finishes the, the survey on the 16th, which is what it looks like, then they'd be able to make Tabatabai on the 26th, which is, uh, which is a day after this moon color arrives in Bakdralin. So you'd be, you'd be able to either wait there for the moon color to come back or else sail to Bakdralin and meet them there. She would much rather wait in Tabatabai for them to come back. Mm. Yeah, I mean, once we get to Tabatabai, or probably long before then, we'll be able to send and see what the actual uh, progress is and make a final decision. Yeah, because uh, obviously our you know, there are things that we as players know that our characters yeah. don't actually know yet. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Um, uh, I don't think we ever definitively resolved the conversation we would have had to have in the past, which is um, Avaloki's uh, spell spell book budget. <laughs> mm. Yes. Um, I so I had uh, um, tossed out a number, and I know uh, Sola had suggested a lower number, and then I had uh, I made a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so I guess um, I both I Christiana and Avaloki would wanted to present the spellbook number as an indication of here's what you would be getting here's what we the group would be getting for this investment but um, I will defer to everyone's judgment from there so uh, I will reshare that that yeah. spreadsheet now if everyone is wants to take a moment to decide. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think my counter offer was 600 gold, which is enough for three spells. Right, but that was still before my uh, my spreadsheet to say these are the specific yeah. spells. We would be so what, what she wants to get is fabricate, charm monster, fly, se- sending, sleep, and unseen servant. And that's 800. He, yeah, because even though... Obviously, Magalad can cast sending. It does seem potentially useful to have more than one of us capable of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we were to go with the 600 number, I would probably skip that one because we do have someone who can do it and then probably skip maybe like Unseen Servant. Because you've also got, because you've also got your, your tiny servants anyway, so... Yes, which is a better spell, but it's also third level instead of first level. So, yeah, and since I can do um, water breathing, well, so that that when we level up, right? Yeah, like because all of this that I'm proposing in here is stuff that I could I could have upon receipt of the spellbook paper and spending some time with it. We wouldn't. I don't have to wait until I level up for it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of spell overlap as it is. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know that uh, duplicating any Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, 
yeah, whatever, whatever you guys want to want to decide, I, I will leave it in your hands as a group decision. Oh, Magalette stands on her offer. <laughs> okay. Getting back to um, the... well, uh, okay. Well, so we two more votes. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do we have any opinion at all from <laughs> our other department members? <coughs> you do not have to worry about magic? disappointing Christiana. It's it's a question of just <laughs> yeah. You know, Avaloki <laughs> wants all of the spells, but <laughs> but is willing to accept that Avaloki does not personally have the cash to pay for all of them. So it needs to be a group investment, and therefore a group decision. But just like, for example, buying fancy new armor for someone because they would be then a better asset to the team, that would be a fair group investment as well. And so it's kind of on that same basis. All right. So if you could pick three, which one would you rather have? Are you looking at the spreadsheet? Yeah, I am. And you've okay. got... You've got a six, yeah. Six of them. So if you had to pick... Three of those six. Which ones would you have? But, which ones? But they are they're not they are not equal to each other. So like unseen servant and uh, like uh, those two both together are still only half the cost of one of the other ones. So it's not the the spells are not equivalent in price. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you wanted me to say pick three, I would pick the three most expensive ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, if you went with the 600 offer, then you could have one of the less expensive ones and then. Well, for I would get Fabricate, Charm Monster, Fly, and uh, Sleep. And so the question then is that if if what we're deciding between is those two answers, the difference would be having unseen servant, which can be very useful, but you know is not you know necessarily a mandatory super spell. It's kind of situational. Um, and then of course sending, which is a very useful spell situationally, but Malgalad has it already. So it would be sort of just a. Magalad, if like if I prepare the spell, Magalad doesn't have to. Could prepare something else. You see, that's just the whole proposal there. Okay. I'm not intending to make this a dragging out thing. I just feel like I, you know, if everyone just wants to vote, that's fine. <laughs> but what we have is one proposal and one uh, counter proposal, and then blank from the other two people here. <laughs> Yeah, Taylor uh, doesn't really feel like she has any skin in this game, so she's going to abstain from voting. Well, it's group funds. So, all right. If willing to accept any proposal, then. What I, all right. What I, what I hear Peter saying is that this is 200 gold pieces difference between the two on a scale of, you know, what the, what the group needs is on a scale of tens of thousands. So it doesn't seem like it's going to delay you all that much to spend an extra two hundred. Is that what you're saying, Peter? Like that, that's the, the distinction seems really kind of minor. Uh, <laughs> not so well thought out. Uh, <laughs> because it's, it's because it's uh, Sierra. <laughs> um, 
she doesn't really have enough understanding of magic and you know the potency of it to really kind of weigh in and make any kind of educated guess or educated vote. So she, so she's, um, she's, she's she's abstaining. She's like whatever's fine. She yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever the. I mean, she the, she trusts the, the magic question, users to know. Go ahead, Cart. The real question we're answering here is: Do we want more um, utility for adventuring, or do we want to save uh, resources for establishing fronts? That's the actual question here. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, when you put it that way, Sierra's uh, thought is um, we're going to get some of this back. We're going to get a lot of this back eventually, and we need to save our skins now. So let's invest in saving our skins now and worry about getting it as in getting the cash back later. Okay. So, so, so then, then Sierra is on, on uh, Abaloki's side. Oh Lord! What has she done? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she's she's spending eight hundred gold pieces. That's what she's done. Um, yeah, the, uh, Sherby doesn't really have a problem with it. It's just a. It's just a. Do you really need them all now? But there yeah, is I can see one. That argument well, and, and also whatever. bear in mind there are lots more spells that could be obt- attained. With even more money, this was already the proposal of these are the ones that seem <laughs> would would be useful right now. There is one other conceit, which is um, you know the old adage: pay your rent first. Make sure we pay our debts first before we oh, well, start spending money ourselves. When I originally proposed the whole thing, it was we're you know what we've told the. The, the team is make sure we have enough to pay for the map and for the moon collar. And then if there is enough left, this is the budget for those things. That was, that was what I was proposing. So I feel like this is all taking a really long time. Do we want to like, so, um, so slash Mogulat, if you would be mm-hmm. unhappy if it was eight hundred dollars, the eight hundred gold will do six hundred. I don't want to make anyone feel <laughs> frustrated with this, but it's also taking I mean, way longer than I expected. Um, yeah, let's go with the lower number for now because this is something we can always purchase more of later. Well, except I, that I we, yeah, okay, it's it's not something we we can only purchase when we go to the places that has it. But yeah. hmm. okay. 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 So we'll be coming in and out of port. So. All right. We told them to buy six hundred gold worth. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and I'm going to assume then that they did that when they were in Tabata Bay, and I'm going to mm. mark that off of the um, uh, uh, change their change their um, uh, in the in the in the document for the for the contents of their hold. Okay. So without needing to itemize the, we would just say they, I, I told them what they needed to get, yep. but it, it is enough to do that many, that much worth of spells. Right. Right. Great. Okay. Okay. So that being done, um, any more business before, before I uh, advance the clock? 
no, it, so this is, uh, so we're in, we're going up and around the, the, the Shrine or Eschweiss, right? Eschweiss, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, so uh, that night, um, uh, roll actually, um, let me see. Okay. While um, Sherby is up and about that night, uh, it's raining, but, you know, it's good to have a couple of eyes out. I'm assuming you're keeping watches and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. While Sherby is up and about, she hears a tremendous crack of thunder. It sounds like it's directly overhead. There's no flash is that you don't see the flash of lightning striking nearby, but the whole area is lit up. The, the, the clouds overhead are lit up uh, mm. for just that moment. Um, and then, and then, and you can hear this, like the echoes echoing off of the other islands miles and miles away. It's, mm -hmm. it's just a tremendously loud, noise hmm. and yes everybody is woken up by this there's no there's no chance you're not <laughs> goodness i should think so uh, yeah. so <laughs> i think uh, avaloki would come up on deck to consult <laughs> mock love first I... runs to avaloki and says was that you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Under the rail blanket going. Like, Who's firing cannons? Was not me. So I don't think it was me. I uh, so I. I'm looking. Like, are you casting spells in your sleep again? Well, I, I admire the fact that Avaloki allows for the possibility. <laughs> we, we don't know what it is yet, so it would be foolish to eliminate any possibilities. Um, actually, so the, the question would be, does it seem as though it really was just an abnormally loud thunder crash, or does it seem possible that it was some other kind of event um, make a nature check. Eighteen. It seems very odd that it would be as loud as if lightning struck the ship, and lightning didn't strike the ship. Mm-hmm. That seems odd. It doesn't seem completely natural. Right. Um, I, my first thought... Uh, the, in in terms of assessing how bad this might be, would be that we we all we all knew yes that uh, that uh, the tumbled henge had had, had some uh, damage done to it was not functioning at full strength or at all in some cases. Uh, do we think it's possible that uh, something has happened related to that? Um. I don't know that. I mean, we're up by Eschweiss. That's directly to the south of us. 
Yeah, the the, like, the tumbled from where you are right now, the tumbled hinge two, three, four, five, six, um, is about seventy some miles away. Mm-hmm. So it it seems like whatever it was was closer than that. Yeah, it definitely felt like it was closer than that. Okay, well, so do we have any sense of the direction that it might have come from, or did it really just seem like it was uh, everywhere? Shelby, make a perception check. Oh, great. You want Sherby to make a perception yes. check. <laughs> to find out what... Uh... You want... Sherby. Yes. To make mm-hmm. a perception. Yes. Check. Because she was the one who was awake and on deck and uh and has the best chance of knowing which direction it was. You can uh, roll high, I believe it. You shouldn't. You really shouldn't, especially perception. <laughs> uh, I got to Yeah, you couldn't tell which direction it was. It was it seemed like mm. it was just... It came from and she and she she's she crosses her arms across her like the cheddar cat. <laughs> It went that, that way. <laughs> it came from up. It came from not right here. <laughs> it came from beyond the stars. Um. So if we think that it was something closer than, uh, than what we uh, had, uh, my my initial thought. Uh, what we do know about Eschweiss is that uh, it was. Uh, some a place where the boundaries to the uh, elemental planes, I believe, were thinner. Mm-hmm. That is. Ah, uh, that does. Yeah, that's what seem told you. Like it. Yes, it 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 could have the effect of uh, strange and anomalous weather patterns. I would think. <clears throat> or it could have the rift just open. Or a rift. Well, do we want to go find out, or do we want to finish our business and get the heck out? Uh, I think if this if it poses a potential immediate danger, we should. Captain Tahari's, you know, plan was to go and check out Eshwise next. That mm-hmm. was the next place we wanted to go. Alright. Well, we are definitely on our guard now. Mm-hmm. So on I think and, uh, with earplugs, maybe. I, I, I think we 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 don't have enough information to change our plan, but uh certainly we'll be on the lookout for any additional sign of This will be a reconnaissance yeah. mission. Okay. Hmm. As opposed to the one where we were looking around to see what was here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a different kind of reconnaissance mission. Now we're looking at the sky. <laughs> okay. It's one with hopefully less stabby. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, the next morning is Moon Day, the 15th of Malachite. The weather is cold with light winds from the southeast and it is overcast. It's a good day for sailing, but uh, in deference to the the dangers of sailing in shallow, uncharted waters, C- Captain Tahari is taking it slow. Um, 
The chorus sounds like a mid-range soft single note, indicating that tomorrow's temperatures will be mild, there'll be calm air and a sky and a clear sky. Uh, are we are we getting close to the island uh, uh, now? Well, she's she's uh, not been sailing very quickly at, at night at all. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, uh, especially with the overcast, it's really difficult to keep an eye out for for rocks. And she has mm -hmm. been like seeing them and noting them and charting them, and you can see that there's lots of them on her map. I mean, this is she's you know the 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 um, uh, and there, there are many times when she's been sailing that the the depth gauges that they've been taking get shallower, and she, you know, changes course and tries to find a de deeper water. So this is not unwarranted. You know, she's there are several occasions where if she'd just been sailing on the direction she had been sailing, you would have run aground. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways. Um, uh, through the course of the day, you leave the island of Donnern behind and come up on Ashby's. Um, the, in difference to the other islands you've seen, this one looks very white. There are spots of green here and there, but uh, uh, it, is, it is mostly the color of, of limestone. Uh, over most of its mm. surface. Um, mm. And as you are watching it, you can see geysers going off in the distance, big plumes of steam coming up out of the, out of the island. Um, it, it appears to be mostly lifeless, though you can see scented trees here and there um, and, you know, tough grass and things like that. But, but mostly it's um it's it's uh, looks like <clears throat> i mean I, I don't know how many of you have visited places with hot springs but um mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. it, 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 you know there's a lot of um imagine that the whole a whole island looked like that and mm -hmm. uh and those kind of shelf like deposits where there's a pool of water and then it kind of um grows a limestone wall around it and, and kind of uh, uh, make, makes these kind of shelved uh, formations. A lot mm -hmm. of it looks, mm -hmm. a lot of it looks like that. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Lots of geological activity. It means maybe interesting geological resources. Are we upwind or downwind? Um, the wind is currently... Uh, from the southeast, so you're not up, you're not downwind of it yet. But once you get further north, you will be. Okay, I was just thinking, like, see if there's any sort of obvious uh, chemical, like sulfury smell or anything like that. As you get closer, you can definitely start to smell smell this smell sulfur and and things like that in the air. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not strong enough to to be choking, but you're also keeping keeping a fairly you know, you're giving it a fairly mm -hmm. wide berth. Um, right. And it's more like on the, every so often you'll pass through a cloud of it. Um, you know, that's the remains of some eruption rather than the entire island smelling that way. But you can def mm -hmm. it definitely has that kind of mineral spring smell to it. 
Right. So uh, what what Grozier told us was that there was a magical aura around a giant geyser at the north end. And uh, 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 in addition to the planar barriers are thin, there are elementals there. Huh. Yeah, you had to find an elemental. <laughs> so, but uh, you keep a watch out and you, you don't see anything. Um, I mean, aside from the fact that this, you know, this is terrain unlike anything you've seen before. Um, you don't see any anything in specific that draws your attention. Uh, but uh, as you as as the day wears on and you get up towards the northern end of the island, you can see this almost like castle-like structure of of just stacked upon stacked of these mineral pool uh, shelf formations. Um, reaching up uh, hundreds of feet into the air, um, uh, just like a limestone mountain um, with a kind of permanent cloud of, of, uh, of uh, steam at the top and uh, out of vents and, and uh, cracks and things around its sides. And uh, that's pretty much what you see on the uh, eastern horizon as the, as the sun sets. Neat. So uh, there's not many any, any uh, other sort of notable features or or landmarks other than not that you've been that. able to spot from 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 uh, from the, from it from at sea. No. Right. Okay. Well, uh, does everybody want to uh, make another uh, expedition ashore? Just as as it's kind of tradition by now, right? We, we check out, uh, you know, one, I, one feature per island, yeah. at least. Yeah. Well, I, I'm more than intrigued. I definitely want to see a regular geyser, and we'll see if it's safe to approach the, uh, the magically rewarded geyser. Well, you, you are currently at the north end of the island at the, at the moment, unless you want to, like, kind of go back and have, have done it earlier in the day. Uh, well, so I mean, the north end is where the where the big one is. Yes, the, the north okay. end is where the big one is. Yes. Um, as we have been sailing up along the island, have we seen any activity from the big one? Not from the not. It seems pretty constant at the moment. There's it's not it's not quiet. There's there's mm -hmm. definitely you know steam and and uh, vapor escaping from it, but you haven't seen the kind of huge jet of water that uh, you've seen from some of the other geysers on the island. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and they come in all sizes. I mean, there are, there are, you know, little ones you can kind of barely make out from the sea. And then there are these, you know, hundred foot tall plumes uh, of really, you know, magnificent geysers. It's, you know, they're, they're a long way off. So you're probably, you know, not seeing them at their best. But mm -hmm. but it, it, it's it's pretty clear that this is, um, you know, there's activity going on there all the time. It's just not always going on in the same place. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you say, Sherby? Want to go do some geyser sketching? <laughs> that sounds like a fantastic. Let's do it. Okay. So long as we're not doing geyser surfing. <laughs> uh, are you gonna <laughs> you gonna do this? Um, uh, uh, earlier in the day, or are you going to go at nightfall? 
Uh, um, well, daytime safer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you uh, hop in your uh, in your longboat and row yourselves mm-hmm. to shore. Um, uh, Avaloki is in winter mode now, by the way. Okay. Uh, you reach. <laughs> You you reach Don't land worry. and uh, and uh, unlike all the other places that you've come ashore, uh, the sand feels crunchy under your feet. There's mm. definitely a kind of a layer of salt and um, uh, 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 um, minerals on the surface um, that that just crunches under your feet, unlike anything else you've you've seen here before. Can- can I try uh, to determine what sort of chemical assaults these might be? Um, I mean, presumably it's not sodium chloride, but. <laughs> uh, well, w- w- without going, okay. Make an Arcana check. Okay. Uh, Arcana is a good one. For a low roll, that's just 11. Okay. There's probably stuff on the island that would be of use to an alchemist. Um, mm. You don't see anything right here, but this is the kind of place that alchemists often find, you know, sulfur deposits or right. various salts yeah. and crystals and things that are useful. So you haven't found any right here, but that doesn't mean there aren't any. Right. So I, I, I mentioned that as a general possibility, but also suggest that just because it's salt doesn't mean you should put it on your hard boiled egg. Um, <laughs> it would probably poison you. Almost certainly, in fact. <laughs> so uh you you're headed inland okay who is who's going to be the the, the leader on this uh, unless someone objects um Ciela would take okay uh Ciela, yeah. i would like you to make a survival check i will survive <laughs> as long as you know how to love 16 total Okay, um, you spot an area of really flat, um, smooth land up ahead, and you know to, to skirt around this. Um, that is a crust of salt over a, a hot spring, and um, there's a very good chance that somebody walking over it would plunge through it into boiling hot water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, ladies, what say we don't, don't go that way? So you you give that spot a wide berth and um, continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherby goes, aww. <laughs> <laughs> would you like Would you like to be boiled alive? <laughs> Don't worry, Sherby. I'm sure there's lots of other things that can kill us on this island. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you spot you spot a um, uh, you you passed by several and what you know what you recognize as uh, as the kind of the ground look of a geyser that's not actively erupting. Uh, you can kind of tell the difference because they've got some some mineral formations up around them, whereas a a, a quieter pool will just be a flat a flat. Um, uh, uh, flat surface doesn't have a lot of of this buildup around it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, and and you give those a nice wide berth too. Um, but as you are as you are traveling, you do spot a few um, a few geysers going off, not right nearby, but close enough to get a better look than you got when you were on the uh, on the stargazer. Uh, how there... hot is the air here? Oh, sorry. How hot is the air? Um, uh, the heat from the from the geysers themselves dissipates pretty quickly. I mean, you've got you've got some wind today, um, uh, so it's not you know it's not making the environment a lot hotter where you are unless you're right near to one of the hot springs. Um, near the hot springs, there's there's a, there's you know there's plenty of warm air coming off of it, but it tends to just um, uh, uh, you know, it tends to be carried upwards pretty quickly. So, um, it, it, it's, okay. just not, it's not altering the, the kind of the environmental temperature very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there uh, any indication of the planar thinning or the magical aura that we were told about? Do we see any indication of that? Um, make an arcana check. I might also, at some point on our little journey, uh, do a detect magic ritual. Okay, that's another eleven. No, you don't. You don't see anything, any real evidence for it. Um, uh, it's not to say that it isn't there, but uh, just so far you haven't haven't seen anything. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, if we're just taking a you know a quick rest on our hike, you know, I'll, I will do a detect magic ritual. Okay. Um, the flow, the flows of magic around here are fairly intense, um, and there's mm. definitely kind of a, 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 a kind of a, a background uh, tinge of evocation to the area, um, mm. which tells you that uh, that um, if you were to be doing kind of long term magic in this area, like enchanting an object or or uh, or uh, um, building a construct of some kind that was evocation based, it would be easier here than elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, aside from that, there's nothing, nothing really, you know, you don't see anything like you did back on, 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 on uh, uh, at the tumbled hinge, as far as, you know, anybody manipulating or, or doing anything like that here. Okay. Hmm. So I, I, I share all that. Yeah. Right. Oh. How, how close are we to the, the, the big one at this point? Uh, you tell me. You, you know, the later in the day you do it, the closer you'd be. Oh. Well, that's kind of the one that we wanted to see, okay. right? All right. Yeah. I mean, if there's nothing particular going on here other than this, you know, like not boiling. Okay. So as, as you get closer. We can, we can take some samples and keep moving. Okay. As you get closer to the, uh, to the, to the, to the, uh, uh, to the big geyser. Uh, to that, to that geyser castle, as it were, uh, you start to see some little flying forms around it uh, here and there, little little clusters of them, and you know, kind of, they look kind of like a swarm of gnats, except you can see them when they're like a mile away, so they got to be bigger than gnats, right? Hmm. Harpy. Um. No, they don't. That doesn't warm my heart. 
They don't move. They don't move the same way harpies do. Their, their movements are a lot more erratic. Harpies kind of circle like more like birds, and these are 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 kind of bouncing around in a in a more a more uh, you know, brownian way. Hmm. Uh, it's, it wouldn't mm. be a very hospitable landscape for harpies, I wouldn't think. But um, and you've, you've seen very, the, very little wildlife. There's, you know, the the trees right. are ha- the trees here have a hard time growing more than about eight or nine feet tall. Most of them are of really sturdy uh, species. They're not, you know, they're mm-hmm. not just like brush or anything like that. And they, you know, they have like a cluster of grass and stuff around them, but. Um, it, it's it's you know take take the swamp that Frodo and and Sam walked through in Lord of the Rings, and just make that mm-hmm. hot springs <laughs> instead of instead of muddy pools. You know that's the, what the landscape is like. So you're kind of picking your way around these pools and finding you know finding solid ground where you can. And uh, I think. There was an area like this in Horizon Zero Dawn, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was people with with the dyes there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So good. Uh, Okay, uh, so do do we think these little things might be uh, elementals? It's conceivable. There are are flying elemental type things. Does it seem like there's lots of different kinds of them, or is it all one thing? Uh, Too far to tell. Okay, well, so uh, on our guard, of course, but uh, shall we get closer? Uh, yeah, okay. let's do it. I mean, as uh, stealthily as we can, if be, even possible. Keep forgetting to be winter. <laughs> Are you winter Avaloki? I thought you were summer Avaloki. I was before, but that was yesterday. Okay. I so rolled it D4. Gave, uh, what was it? Uh, winter gave spring and summer a mist and went straight into autumn. <laughs> Sometimes. I, yeah, I rolled a D4. So. But, yeah, so, you know, we might as well get a little closer. A little closer to death. Hmm? <laughs> well, always. Every step. Okay. No matter what we do. <laughs> Yeah, I think Avaloki is having to um, push Sherby along because she is madly sketching in her book <laughs> and not really where she's going. I, yeah, well, I, I think Avaloki wordlessly will will just walk alongside Sherby and occasionally course correct them a little bit just by, <laughs> you know, uh, adjusting like, nope. Don't step there. Okay, there we go. Yep. Uh, just about a 15 degree turn right there. Good. Okay. I think she gets annoyed enough that, uh, or they get annoyed enough that um, they just eventually just put put their hands on Sherby's shoulders and just stare that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, I want. I would like. Uh, given. Okay. Who is who is guiding Sherby? <laughs> Uh, I I will I am guiding Sherby. Okay, then I would like Sierra and Malgalad to make perception checks, please. All right, let me uh, walk back over to my dice. Tracting rate seventeen. Okay. 
And Sheila? Nine Schwein. Nine. Nine. Okay. So um, Malgalad spots one of those, you know, clouds of critters, only it's a lot closer. It's maybe about 100 feet away, and uh, it's drifting in your direction. Uh-uh. Do we have our spyglass? <laughs> Uh, no, you, you you don't have one of your own. You've borrowed Captain okay. DeHarry's on occasion. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. roll, roll initiative. Oh, well, all right. Best to keep these things organized. <laughs> yep. Uh, that would be an eight for me. Okay. Mogolan? Yep. Hold on a sec. I was in the middle of feeding the cat. <laughs> Sierra Roll a 29. Okay. Dang. Sierra is all over this situation. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Elemental? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Se- 17 for Mogolan again. Okay. Uh, I just uh, have been rewatching the Star Wars movies, and so uh, yesterday was Return of the Jedi. So I'm just remembering, it's like Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? Fett, <laughs> <laughs> where? Yeah. Sherby. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Remarkably on the ball. Uh... Well, she is. She is staring at them and trying to sketch. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. All right. Just not watching where she's literally putting her feet. Right. Okay. Um, so there's there's this cloud of critters flying. They're winged. They're white, um, and they're kind of indistinct. It's hard to see exactly what their outlines are like. Uh, mm-hmm. What's Sh- What's Sheila gonna do? Um, uh, I am going to. Full defense. Full defense. Full defense. I have no idea what the hell about that. Okay. Sierra goes on guard. Sherby. Um, uh, Sherby is going to uh, hold, hold her attack so that she can keep uh, sketching, but if they get closer uh, than 60 feet, she's going to fire a firebolt at them. Okay. Um... Mogolod's turn. Uh, Mogolod will cast aid, so okay. everybody gets their their plus five hit points. Okay. Groovy. And I think I right, I can cast a spiritual weapon as a bonus action. Uh, not on the same turn as you cast a spell. You can do it on the same turn as you okay. cast a cantrip, but not as not a spell. Mm. Not a not a full on spell. All right. Yep. Save that for next time. Okay. Uh, Avaloki. So, uh, what what would I know about elementals? At you know, I I would think maybe I know some things. Okay. Um, um, I would I would want to look at them and try to see what I can figure out about their nature. Okay, make an arcana check. Okay. Okay. For for my arcana checks so far tonight, I have now rolled. <laughs> Three fours. <laughs> so that's okay. an 11. Okay. But uh, I'm just amused because it's literally the third roll that was exactly the same for. 
there there are little elemental different types but but um <laughs> uh this this does not look familiar i mean you can't see okay. they're, they're 100 feet away you can't really see that much detail anyways so it's hard to say okay well so is that was that my whole action to do that yeah that's your whole action that's fair um all right the the creatures um uh uh seem to kind of stop in midair and then zoom just beeline straight for you uh they fly 60 feet in your direction they're now 40 feet away um sherby's um uh uh sherby's held action goes off make your attack roll uh 24 okay you hit one dead on roll damage uh 13 it's completely immune you did no damage whatsoever Okay, good to know. <laughs> uh, Sierra's turn. They are now 40 feet away from you. And they're being aggressive? They are they are flying straight for you. These uh, these this cluster of little clouds of steam with some kind of winged thing inside. Um are just zooming straight towards Real? You. What? And each one's the size of like a dog. I think Peter? I think we lost your audio, maybe Peter. We had half of your last sentence. I'm sorry, guys. All I'm hearing is silence. Okay. Well, we we oh, heard you start to say. Do you do you hear us now? Or not? Maybe not. Um. Checking on text. Yeah. Testing. Mm-hmm. Testing. We're hearing little fragments from you, Peter. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I'm going to type in there are a cluster of clouds of steam with indistinct flying creatures inside they're 40 feet away now we can hear you okay okay uh from from the from the from the way your firebolt hit they do seem to be fully material it's just that it didn't didn't hurt them at all um yeah, they are they are corporeal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if they are steam elementals, that kind of makes sense that they wouldn't mind heat so much, fire so much. All right, I want to maintain uh, defensive posture. Okay. All right. Shelby Cern. Um. So uh, apparently fire doesn't do anything to them, um, and I don't have that else other than that that are actually like um, doing anything. Uh, so I'm gonna get back here, and she's going to uh, back up hastily to the back of the group. Okay, how how close are you staying to? The, how far behind everybody are you getting? 
Um, I'm probably about 15 feet back. 15 feet back. Okay. Um, make a survival check. It's a, it's an easy one because you've already been pointed out what the dangers are. Okay. <laughs> Never tell her the odds. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I, I roll really crappy survival. I got a natural one. Okay. So it's a um, two. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you, you, uh, you discovered that you have um, accidentally walked onto one of those uh, crusty, uh, crust-covered springs. Make a dexterity save. Twelve. You just barely managed to jump out of the way before you crash into the uh, crash through the the crust, um, and uh, and you uh, avoid falling into the hot spring. Okay, I, I anticipate that I am now prone. <laughs> okay. You, and panting for breath. <laughs> okay, you, you are prone and panting for breath. Mogolad's turn. These creatures are 40 feet away. Okay. I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> okay. Mogolad's turn. Oh, I've been muted. Um, okay. Sorry. I'm Mulgod is going to cast. It's called the mirror image. Mirror and image. So yeah. Okay. So three reflections of her appear in the field. Okay. And they will now have to roll to attempt to hit one of those instead of her. Yes. Okay. Avaloki's turn. Uh. I uh, will cast Watery Sphere. Okay. And uh, it is uh, going to be a five-foot radius sphere of water hovering ten feet off the ground between us and the approaching elementals. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So there is now a Watery Sphere hovering in between you and the approaching elementals. Yes. It's a display of my elemental mastery. Okay. To hopefully intimidate them. Okay. Or or, or have it up in the meantime. And as a bonus action, I will begin a blade song. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's called Invoke Duplicity, not Mirror Image. Oh, you're oh. going to Invoke Duplicity. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. So there's a single uh, image of yourself. Where are you placing that? Um... Let's make it bait. Let's place it like twenty feet ahead, so like just okay. just to the midpoint between us and them. Okay. See what they do. All right. Um, the the cloud of elementals uh, splits up into a bunch of different groups. One going after uh, 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 Mogolod's double. One going after mm-hmm. Mogolod. One Sherby and uh, sorry, one Sierla and one Avi Avaloki. Um, they have not, they, they, since, uh, should be backed up. None of them are going after, uh, her. Um, and the first thing you see them do, um, is the first, the first thing that happens is that, uh, three of them break off and kind of circle around Malgalad's double and breathe these clouds of steam at it. 
completely <laughs> engulfing her double in, in these clouds. Um, right. And, uh, but of course, that it does no damage to them. To it, they do no damage to her or it. And uh, and then the rest of them come after each of you. So I would like Sierra and uh, Avaloki to make three dexterity saving throws and Malgalad okay. to make two. Um, one question. Is it really obvious that uh, Sherby backed up a little bit and they just left her alone completely? Um, it's more on the order of you guys are closer. It's okay, just, so it's not like, oh, well, we crossed the magic line and she went back over it and so she's fine. It's more just like we're... Right. Yeah, okay, okay. Just wanting to make sure if it seemed like that was the case. Uh, okay. Um, oh, okay, so those are my good rolls that I was waiting on earlier. <laughs> um, so dexterity saving throws, that's going to be a 21, a 22, and a 24. Okay, you take half damage from all three attacks. Okay, uh, I am going to cast Absorb Elements as well. Okay, um, so as a reaction, so, uh, instead of taking three, two, and three, you take one, one, and one. So you take three points of fire damage. Okay, well that's not very much. I kind of expected it to be more, <laughs> but all right. Yeah, well you couldn't uh, tell that when you when you were uh, when you were casting your spell. Okay. Yep. Uh, Sierra. Um, since I started defensively, uh, can I roll with advantage or yes, you am may. I rolling straight? Yes, you may roll with advantage. All right. Uh, that is a 20, a 19, and a 23 for my reflex. Okay. You take... Uh, four, four, and one points of damage from those. This, this is uh, that's uh, that's already been halved. So nine points of fire damage from their breath weapons. And Malgalad, two two saving throws from you. And I got. Oh, am I muted now? Okay, I got eleven and sixteen. Okay, both of those are some success. So you okay. take a, uh, four points of uh, fire damage. Okay. Uh. Sierra's turn. Yeah, I'm murdering one of these things. Okay. <laughs> Closest one to me is getting hit three times. Okay. Or maybe he's getting hit two times. I just rolled a 13. That hits. Oh. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're not particularly fast moving. They're not particularly tough skinned. Um, they're just small. That's the only thing they got going for them. Eight damage for the first hit. Okay. It squeals. 13 again. Okay, hits. Oh, uh, 10 damage for the second hit. Okay, so that was, you said how, 13 for the first and 10 for the second? Uh, uh, 13 to hit both oh, times. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, uh, 8 damage the first one, right? Yes. Okay. And 10 the second. Okay. And uh, this is going to be a 25 to hit. Okay. And a 6. Uh, 24 to hit and 6 damage. Okay. Whack, whack, whack! You quickly dispatch one of the creatures surrounding you. The rest of them seem completely unconcerned. Um, Sherby's turn. You you can see these creatures all whirling around your, your friends there. 
All right, I'm going to uh, cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. Um, Open your mind. <laughs> okay, they, they do. They do not. To me. <laughs> they do not make us make their save against it. Um, and their their thoughts are uh, intruders kill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will convey that to um, my uh, party companions. Okay. Yellow's going to take that as a command for me to kill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mogulad's turn. All right. I'm going to give something a try here. Okay. Mogulad will have her duplicate cast destroy water. Destroy water. She will destroy water or fog within a 30 foot cube in her immediate area. I'm going to cast her first level. Hmm. Let me, let me look Not at Not my water sphere. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's... she's got a bunch of them surrounding her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and she's yeah. Just gonna catch, cast. Um, That's brilliant, even if it doesn't work. Just curious. Um, it doesn't say anything about about doing any damage to um, to elementals. No, it doesn't have a damage. Yeah. But maybe it stuns it in some way. Maybe uh, it's just a first level spell. So I'm not going to. Uh, what I'm going to do is um, it destroys the fog clouds that are surrounding them. Um, it, 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 see, the thing is that the water has to be in an open, um, in an open container. So yeah. it, it, a, a, a body is not an open container. So what you do is you 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 kind of blast away the fog clouds surrounding them, so you can kind of see them distinctly, and they are these kind of demonic little impish creatures with. Uh, um, uh, wings that are kind of made out of uh, 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 they're they're kind of like um, lapis lazuli's wings on on uh, Stephen Universe. They're made out of water, um, and uh, they the kind of the long limbed and long noses and long ears and pointy fangs. Um, and uh, and oh, I, I know what I'll do. I'll say that that, that causes all of them to uh, to drop to the ground, not prone, but they're no longer flying at this moment. Uh, that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and you've also um, uh, 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 it's only ten gallons of water though, so it's not going to cause the the spring that Sherby was near to be that much reduced in size. All right, yeah, that's what I'll say. Yeah. That's what I'll say. That's the effect that it has. All right. Um, I am very satisfied with that. Um, are you going to do anything yeah. else? Um, no. I'm just going to continue to dance backwards and sort of uh, the fray. Okay. Uh, yeah. D- make sure you don't pass me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, kind of the, I'm kind of the marker. Well, I, if you if you move out of where you are, you're going to take opportunity attacks. They're, they're close enough for that. Oh, okay. In that case, I'll just Okay. Avaloki's turn. Uh, I am going to 
So the, the how I've got how many of them like around me? There's three. There's three of them that, that look like they have their their attention focused on you. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to misty step out from the middle of them. Okay. And one of them gets to make a wisdom saving. From okay. The winter version of my face step. Uh, seventeen. Uh, it so it succeeds. So it's not frightened of. Um, okay. but uh, I move out from the middle of them, and then okay. I use my action to move my watery sphere to try to envelop the three of them. Okay. They need to make a strength saving throw. Strength save. Not their best stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15, right. 11, and 7. Okay, so the 15 succeeds, but the other two um, are... Uh, uh, engulfed in the watery sphere and okay. Uh, restrained. Okay. All right. The uh, the three methods that were attacking Malgalad's duplicate um, uh, shake their heads, um, say something to each other. Malgalad can understand them. They're speaking primordial, and uh, oh. and says. This one isn't real. Go get the others. And uh, one of them peels <laughs> off to attack Avaloki. One of them peels off to attack Sierla. And one of them peels off to attack Malkalad. Shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's two that are that are near Avaloki. Actually, I'm going to roll for all four of them. Uh, Okay, there's three attacking Sierra. No, and three attacking Margolod. Okay, none of them breathe their steam clouds again, so they're going to make ordinary claw attacks. Um, against Avaloki, which uh, these are probably not going to hit, but what the hell, let's see. Um, a 14 and a 6. Uh, nope. Against Sierra, a 17 and 18. And another 17. Uh, two of those hit. Two of them? There's two 17s and an 18. Yeah, you said you rolled three times, right? That's right. Yeah, two of them. How can, what's your armor class? Uh, I, I'm using uh, uh, Defensive Duelist, so I add my... I get a, I have a a nineteen AC for one attack and then oh. sixteen for the rest. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So you so you uh, so you parry, I were confused. You parry <laughs> you parry one out of the way and the other two the other two claws uh, hit you. Um, their claws are not particularly long, however. So uh, the first one does uh, four points of slashing damage and. Uh, three points of fire damage. And the second one does uh, two points of slash and two points of fire. I am displeased. And against Mogala, uh, a five, a 19, and an 18. Uh, 18 and 19 hit. Okay. Uh, two points of Slash and one point of fire from the first one. Uh, three points of slash, one point of fire from the second one. So seven in total? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, Ciela's turn. It's murder in time. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the ones that actually hit me is gonna get some active steel retribution. Critical. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, that is eight plus five. Uh, so thirty. Okay, it's hurt, but not down. Ah, uh, crap! I missed with the second hit. Okay. I oh. rolled a. What was 12. your total? A twelve. Twelve, 12 hits. <laughs> Did I get to miss? You suck, buddy. Uh, that's a nine damage. <laughs> okay, you take that one down. There's two left. And 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 I guess I spoke too soon because I just rolled a nine. No, I'm sorry. That is a yeah. That's a ten. Ten hits. Roll your damage. What? <laughs> I told you they're not particularly uh, swift or tough. Uh, yeah. All right then. Um, that's um uh, nine damage. Okay. All right. Uh, Sherby's turn. Did did any of them die? Uh, this, yeah, you killed one of them. Yeah, there's now two two of them near you, one of them near Yes. Okay, I'm going to take a little used um Hold on a second. Weapon. Yeah, the, um, the, the two that Avaloki has en englobed with the um, with the uh, water sphere, they, they can try and get out, right? At the end of their turn, they can repeat the saving throw, so okay. it's still strength stuff. Okay, they failed. All right, I just wanted to make, just wanted to make that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sure, be sure. I'm going to see if this longbow can do any good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've used it in every single game we've played. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, firebolt's usually better. Well, that's because, that's because my strength stat is in a negative well, a longbow should be your dex anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, that's almost as bad. <laughs> I can't help you there. Okay. Yeah. Who... No, this is a it's a six. Uh, okay, you 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 just whistle past one of them. Uh, who whose whose group were you shooting at? Uh, um, Avaloki's probably best because they're not actually. Um, act, no, those those flew over to Aval Avaloki to attack her. So. Um, yeah, whose group are you attacking? Um, of probably the ones attacking Avaloki. Okay. Um, All right. but so uh, yeah, an arrow yeah. shoots shoots by Avaloki. It's not too not close well, enough to be really dangerous, but nevertheless, aren't those encased in bubbles? Two of them are. Two of them aren't. So uh, she gets advantage on on them because they're effectively immobile. Mm -hmm. Either that or they or either that or they don't have get their dex bonus to their. Uh, Right. Um, so no, um, so they're restrained. So attacks on them have advantage. Okay. So, one, one of the two. So if you're attacking oh, the ones oh, in the oh. bubble, then you can you can you can reroll. Oh, okay. If I'm attacking the ones in the bubble, then I got a fifteen. Okay, that's good enough. Roll damage. <laughs> two. Okay. All right. Well, you know, every little bit counts. Uh, okay. Now it's now it's Malgalad's turn. There are three three of these little little imps. Uh, around you that you have grounded. Are you are you muted again? Who are you talking to? Uh uh, uh Malgala. Sola, Malgala. 
Hola. I was going to say, see if you can talk to them, but you can't even talk to us. Sola? Oh, okay. Here, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> There's three of them around you that you have grounded. Well, if I can understand them, then I will at least try to say, we're not here to hurt you. <sighs> Uh, okay. Um, make a persuasion check. Ooh. Oh, actually. Come on, cat. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> Natural 20 plus uh, 6. Bam! <laughs> then what are you here for? We're, we're just exploring. We're, we're just explorers. We're not here to take anything or hurt you or anything we just wanted to see what was going on here is there someone who lives here besides you no nobody bass it's only for us people who fall from the sky get killed people who come from the water get killed everybody dies <laughs> wow that's that's um it's quite a philosophy He's got okay. there. So you're, <laughs> you're having this little conversation over over there for that round for for your turn. Uh, <laughs> Avaloki's turn. The ones who are attacking you don't seem to pay any attention to what's going on over there. Mm. Okay. Um. So there's there's two in those two in your bubble and two mm -hmm. two more. Um. So what I would like to do, and obviously we don't have a map, but um. My my spell lets me move the sphere up to 30 feet in a straight line. Okay. What I would like to try to do is have it intercept as many of the things as possible without hit getting any of us. It can okay. only hold four, but if it if it um it can still make more than that, make the saving throw, and it's just that if it ever would be holding more than four, it spits someone out and they land prone. Okay, so 30 feet in a straight line. I'll say that you can cause four of them to make saves. Great. I will do that. Okay. Uh, let's say one of the ones near you, uh, it fails, so it's also englobed. One of the ones near Sierra, and it fails. So uh, you have englobed the wounded one that Sierra had been had attacked last round, and you're, so there's now one of them near Sierra, one near you, and one in your in your in your watery sphere. Okay, so yeah, so um, what it any of them that get that make the saving throw and get absorbed that would make it hold more than four will spit a random one out, okay. which lands prompt. Okay, uh, so I'll say that the, it, it grabs one of the ones from Malgalad, um, and. The the one that um the one that uh, the one that uh, that um Sherby uh, uh, wounded the one that Sherby shot is, gets gets spat out. All right. So and, that's that's my uh, that's my action oh, is and, to do that. Yeah, and, and that so. happens and that happens over near Malgalad. So mm -hmm. okay, that's your action. Anything mm -hmm. else? Nope. Okay. Um. The one remaining method that's near Avaloki attacks attacks her. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, gets a, an 18. 
Nope. Uh, two near Sierra. Um, uh, one gets a 20 and one gets a two, 10. Well, obviously the 20. Okay. Uh, two points. You said 10. You said 10 was the second one? The second was a 10. Yeah. Uh, two points slashing, one point fire. So three damage. Um, and the three around Malgalad, um, one of them, one of them starts to attack you and the other, and the other one, and the other one says, Hey, what's wrong with you? Can't you tell we're talking here? Anyways, as I was saying, everybody dies. (laughs) (laughs) No exceptions, including people who understand our language. Get it? (sighs) Well... If that's how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay, yeah, all right. Make, make your attack roll. <laughs> hey, that was a valiant effort. I am proud of you. I'm glad that we made the effort, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they mm-hmm. they have feelings. They're very strong feelings. Uh, yep. Uh, and I believe that is plus six. Uh... 16 hits and then it is uh 2d8 plus two right okay that's 2d8 plus three okay eight 15 18 18 damage. Okay. That one is in really bad shape. It's like it just got whacked on the, with the head with a giant force dong and uh, is kind of <laughs> staggering around. Searless turn. Well, that's what you get from mouth and off. <laughs> May the force spurt with you. <laughs> um, so one of them. One that got spit out of my bubble. That's near me. Uh, I think that one was near Malgalad. Actually. Yeah, that was actually the one that Malgalad just just nearly flattened with her uh, with her. Uh... Now, they have had a turn since right. then, so they they they're all back on the. That's oh. all back on the. Okay, turn. well, but so certainly there are four in the bubble yes. that you would are are all restrained. Yes, there are four, and that and that bubble is over near Malgalad now. Okay, Sierra's turn. So the, so there are two near me. Uh, if I remember correctly, one of them was injured. One of them is injured. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right, he's getting the short sword. Okay. Ooh, that is a 23 to hit and okay. five damage. Okay, he's wounded. Still kicking? Still kicking. All right. Scimitar time. Okay. That is a dirty 20 okay. and 10 damage. Okay, you kill it. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, this is not fun. <laughs> oh, crap, Tasma. Was that right? Nine. Okay, you fail your saving throw, and when it, its body explodes, you take three fire damage. Mm. It spatters itself on you? Basically, yeah. That, <laughs> that makes me angry. Uh, I still have one attack left. Okay. Am I allowed to take yeah, that? Yeah, go or... ahead. Yeah. yeah, then... Ha, that is a 22 to hit. Okay. And, seven. and then I'm going to use a free action to say, Mag, you can talk to those things? <laughs> How much damage did you do? 
six damage. I'm sorry, seven damage. Okay. Okay. Sherby's turn. Okay. Uh. Well, I I missed, but um, anybody hurt? Yes. Yes. This is. Scylla's uh, been scratched up. Scylla is smoking. Sherby <laughs> uh, will scrabble her way over to Sierra and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. At, um, let's see, second level. Okay. Uh, 17. Okay, 17 points. That's probably going to come in handy. Very nice. Thank you very much. Um, and then she will uh, scrabble uh, back out of the uh, immediate danger range. Yeah, that, that will incur. You, the, uh, there's a couple of them nearby. That'll incur an attack of opportunity if you scrabble away. Okay, then I will stay where I am. Okay. Uh, Avaloki's turn. All right. I am going to test the theory that if they explode when they die, maybe. That will uh, be, we will be protected if we kill the ones in the bubble. Okay. So uh, I'm going to test that theory by attacking one of the ones in the bubble. And I know I might have to get over there and take some opportunity attacks, yeah. but that's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I could bring the bubble closer to me, but that would be my action and I want to attack. So I'm okay, yes, yeah, so you do, you do running over there. You do take an attack of opportunity. It's only an eight, so it misses. Uh, so you, I wasn't too worried about it. You run over there. <laughs> go ahead and make your, uh, make your attack. With advantage. Alrighty, I will. Okay. I rolled a three and a four. But the four is still um uh the four is still a thirteen. That's good enough. In fact, the three out of twelve is also good enough. Ha, ah, well. So um that uh, that that was the first attack. Okay. The Sounds like it would be pretty hard for me to miss them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So roll your damage for the um, first attack. Okay. Um, that's nine piercing damage. Okay. You stab it once. And then second attack. Um, uh, well, one of those was a one, so <laughs> that would miss. But uh, the other is, okay. is a 15. So. Okay. And then... That's going to be eleven piercing damage. Okay, that one is that one is in bad shape. Okay, all right. Methods that are inside the bubble try to get out. Uh, a ten, a thirteen, a minus one, and a fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need fifteen. Okay. So none of them, none of them escape the bubble. Um, the finally, the spell is useful. I guess I did put out a fire with it once. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, their their steam breath is just not regenerating here. There's a bunch of them, and I haven't rolled a single six yet. Okay, um, two try to scratch up Malgalad. Uh, a, a natural one and a 16. Magdalene. 16 hits, definitely. Uh, four points of slashing damage, one point of fire damage. All right, 16. And, uh, worn around the edges two attacking Sierra, one gets a 20 and one gets a nine. 
Damn. Uh, three points of fire damage, two points of slashing, total of five. And one attacks Avaloki, uh, but only gets a five. Nope. Uh, I do a fancy matrix dodge. You know, the... <laughs> they're just not landing anything on them. Nobody ever does. It's pretty rare. Everybody's got a lot of defense. Um, see... Well, you see, the, the trick is, though, that I'm squishy with area of effect attacks, yeah. but it's hard to hit me with a straight melee. Uh, see this turn. That's kind of how my whole class is built. <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm back up? Uh, see this turn. Yes. Uh, there's one injured next to me. Yeah, that is, is correct. That correct? Uh -huh. Well, actually, one of the ones that was attacking my god has switched over to you. Okay, then. Um, I'm going after the injured one okay. first. How injured? How injured? Um, not terribly. Dirty 20 to hit. Six. How much damage? Damage. One more time. Six, Six damage. damage. Six okay. damage. Thank you. Second attack. Uh, Sixteen mm -hmm. to hit. Ten uh, damage. <coughs> takes it down. Make a make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Well, that's a little better. Uh, okay, 22. you don't take any damage. You got one attack left. Um, and bonus attack. Ooh, that's pretty. Uh, that is a six. That is a twenty-six to hit. And how much damage? Okay. Eight. Ocho. Okay. Kirby. Uh, that one's wounded. Sherby's turn. Mm. Um. Mm. Sierra, how are you doing on uh, hit points? You I'm fine. Kill. <laughs> okay, I will. I will try and 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 uh, hit the thing. Okay. Um, with my horrible, horrible strength score. <laughs> okay. And uh, let's see. Uh, what is? Wait a minute. Hold on. All right. We'll just do it this way. Long sword. Okay. Ended. 12. 12 hits. 12. <laughs> Two damage. Okay. <laughs> hey, I hit something. Mo <laughs> I believe Mo in you. turn. There are, there are two, uh, two uh, methods currently around you. One of them is barely on its feet. Yeah. Um, have I seen them explode on impact? You have seen them. You have seen them explode so. when they when they get killed. Yes. All right. Um, in that case, I am going to move away from them. Okay. And let them. Are you disengaging? Let them attack are you me. Disengaging, or are you, uh, or are you just moving away? Well, do you, do me and my spiritual weapon count as two different things for disengaging? Your spiritual weapon doesn't need to disengage because it does. You can't attack it. Um. So you could leave the spiritual weapon there, move and disengage, and then for a bonus attack, bonus action, take an attack with it. Yes, that's what I want okay. to do. I just want to make sure I'm not disengaging both me and my dog at the same time, because normally that's what happens. No, 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 you can you can move you can move separately from the from the spiritual weapon. Okay. okay. 
Uh, make your attack. So, yeah, I'm going to try to dance out of range and bop it again. Okay. Uh. <sighs> Cat, I swear to God, if you get between me and my dice tray one more time, I'm going to roll you instead. <laughs> it comes up cute. Oh, crap. Natural 20, just when I didn't need it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> you splatter it all over the ground. I mean, it goes everywhere. There's a little crater left behind where it was. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't like backtalk. Avaloki's turn. Kong likes backtalk. <laughs> there is there's uh, there is still one free hovering around Avaloki plus the uh, plus the ones in the uh, in the um, in the bubble. Well, I've got those wrapped up, so I suppose it does make more sense to try to take down the ones that are not controlled. Okay. Um. So I will attack the the one that's uh, free. Okay. Uh. So I guess I should make those rolls then, huh? Um, oh, these are not at advantage because it's not strained. Uh, that's going to be a 22. Okay. For 10 piercing damage. Okay. And then a tw- another 22 okay. for 7 piercing damage. Okay, it is badly wounded. Um, <clears throat> four methods are trying to get out of the sphere. Uh, Seven, ten, fifteen, and one. You said it was a fifteen. Fifteen to Okay, so one yeah. of them, one of them is now free. Um, it heads over to Sherby. Um, it it so it's on its turn. Um, it um. Oh, that's right. End of its turn. Yeah, okay. Draw. Yeah. Okay. Right. 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 So it doesn't get a, It doesn't get to, to move anything this round. Uh, there's right. one near Avaloki. Uh, gets a seventeen. Nope. One near Sirla gets us five, and one near Malgalad. One flies over to where Malgalad has retreated to and gets a seven. Uh, Malgalad, make a survival okay. check. Survival? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, what is my survival? Um, oh, it would it's be actually plus wisdom three. If okay. Yeah. Okay. 13 total. Okay, you are not, in fact, standing on a crusty. Uh, crusty uh, 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 um, shell of okay. hot spring. Convenient. <clears throat> um, Sierra's turn. There's two near me still. Uh, no, there's one near you. All right. Um, free action. Uh, tell Mag. Um, okay, that's. More than free action. All right, I'm going to use my movement to tell Mag to tell them to back off, or we're going to kill them all, and then I'm going to murder this thing. Okay. Uh, Sixteen to hit and ten damage. Okay, make a dexterity saving throw. Damn it! (laughs) Actually, I'm too angry to care. Yeah, feels good. It's bracing. Uh, nine in the nine in the save. So nine? I assume that's not a save. Yeah. Okay, you take one point of fire damage. Shaw. Bah! It's merely a flesh wound. There's still one near Avaloki and one near Malgalad. The one near Malgalad has, and there's one just kind of as, who's not engaged with anybody right now. 
one near Mag. Is it within thirty feet? With uh, can I get? Yeah, there? You, can, you can run over and attack it. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm. Yep. That's what's happening. Woo! Critical. Okay. All right. That is eight plus five. That is uh thirteen damage. Okay. It is badly wounded. I have one more you have bonus one more attack. Yes. Attack. Attack. Uh, th- thirteen to hit okay. and five damage. Just five. Okay. Just five. Okay. It is. Sta- it is. It is staggering around, but it is still on its feet. Malgalad's turn. There is one near you. There are three in the uh, in the sphere, and one that has not chosen a target yet. Uh, well, the one nearest me is also getting the dung. Okay, are you going to do the same disengage thing again? Uh, yeah, I'd rather stay out of the way of these things. I'm, I'm kind of worn around the edges here. Make a survival check. Um, 15. Okay, you avoid any dangerous ground while you're scrambling around the battlefield. Um, roll to hit. Uh, that is a flat 10. That is good enough. Roll oh, damage. All right, good. Eight. Okay. Ten. That's enough. It kills it. Awesome. Since you left it behind, you don't have to make a dexterity saving throw, but because Yerla had gone up, he does. She does. Eighteen. You say you 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 aren't you are not splashed. Have a look, he's turn. Mag, I said tell him to back off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there, I have the three in the bubble and then one out of the bubble. There's still one out me. of the bubble and has not chosen a target yet, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess I'll attack that one. I was trying to decide if I, I could just move the bubble and get that one back in the bubble, but uh, that takes my whole action, yeah. which I could use stabbing it instead. Okay. <laughs> a wise choice. A wise choice. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. So uh, that's going to be a 14 to hit. That hits. For uh, eight piercing. Okay. And then Win. a 27 to hit. Yep. For nine piercing. Okay, it is Over. badly hurt. <sighs> Okay. It wasn't even supposed to come to work today. <laughs> uh, none of them make. None of the enclosed ones make their saves. The one that uh, Avaloki has been attacking, uh, it's like uh, spits something nasty and uh, uh, and gets a twenty-one to hit. Uh, twenty-one would hit if I didn't cast shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sierra's turn. Who's rustling lawn chairs? <laughs> Me, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I wasn't talking it. It's cookie pants, though, right? Yes. yes. Cookie pants is entirely alive. Is it, it sounded like you were, were super sure. Mongolan's <laughs> up after, after uh, sorry, Sherby's up after Sierra. So, Sierra. No, I was actually moving the oven racks. Wait, Sherby hasn't had a chance yet. Turn yet. Um, 
Well, we just well, had the, Loki's turn. the Mephit's turn, right? The Mephit, Mephit's just had turn. We're at the top of the round again. So oh, okay. Turn. I, I apparently missed Sherby's turn. Um, yeah. Um, Sherby, Sherby there's took a nothing... swing with the longsword last round. And got a great wow, one round. two points. <laughs> hey, you did something, girl. You be proud of what you did. Uh, so how many are standing? There are or, three in the bubble. Breathing? There's three in the bubble and one by uh, one that Avaloki has run up against. I softened it up for you. All right, so I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go flank the one that's with Avaloki. Okay, all right. Uh... Go ahead and attack and, with advantage. Uh, As if you were going to well, be... Well, that's... Advent. Advent. Well, I, I... <laughs> you I rolled an 18 and a 20 on the die roll. Okay, so you get a critical. I don't... Th I think your minimum damage is going to be enough to kill it. So, because uh, it only has four hit points left. Uh, yeah, that's 10 damage before I add my, my uh, dex bonus. Okay, so... So you... 14 total damage. Uh, both you and Avaloki have to make dexterity saving throws. Right. Mother of... <laughs> Fine. I'll just, I, I just point too angry to care, but I rolled a 13, so... Okay. You know uh, sorry, I'm sorry. That's a 23, not a 13. Okay. I rolled a 19, <laughs> not a 9. <laughs> I, I got a 13. Okay, that's good enough. All right, okay. and, and I, I'm going to turn towards the ones in the bubble, strike a terrifying pose, and, and scream... Go away or die. Um, Sherby's turn. They stick uh, their tongues out at you. Uh, I, I, I think Sherby's gonna take a poke at the one in the bubble. Um, with the longsword. Okay. Just, just, then she gets advantage. That is correct. <laughs> she needs all the help she can get. Mm -hmm. 15. That's hits. <laughs> How did I manage to do? Oh, oh, uh, no damage. You, you rolled. How? <laughs> uh, I have a negative one strength modifier so, and I rolled a natural one on damage. Damage. Wow. I wow. Think <laughs> isn't, isn't there a rule of it? Well, you can't roll negative damage with a weapon. Like it's minimum one. It's a minimum of one point. So you did one point of damage to it. Yeah. Okay. You've healed it! <laughs> oh, no! The, 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 the creature, like, you know, you, you, you smacked it through, through this water, and it's looking around, and it's, and it's buddies being just splattered left and right, and just kind of looks at you with its head cocked to one side and shrugs at you. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> These are disrespectful motherfuckers, man. Yeah, well, just shrugs you know. at it. Just, sh just shrugs at it. <laughs> Malgalad's turn. There are currently three stuck in the bubble. All right. Well, I've got plenty of time to move my uh, spiritual weapon over to the bubble and start thrusting my dong into <laughs> okay. the bubble and trying to All right. splatter them inside there. <laughs> the thrust of doom. Roll to hit. I'm sorry. Kind of like one of the Kind of like one of those big jack-off toys. The ones that are like a rubbery egg. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's a, it's a spiritual, spiritual thrust of doom. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like everyone else is standing around watching this happen and just kind of there's a, a moment where everyone goes quiet a little bit and we're just watching. <laughs> Quick, cast Mage Hand. Um. Fortunately, nobody All right. can do that. All right, so 19 or yep. yeah, 18 to hit one. Uh-huh. And seven, eight, so 11 damage total. Okay. It is wounded, but still there. Um, I, I would think Mage Hand would not be enough for this, for this weapon-sized force penis. I think you would need... Well, you know, need... next level, I could take Bigby's yeah, hand. That's exactly what I was thinking. That would be much more appropriate. So you need Bigby's hand to squeeze the orb. <laughs> and then I'm going to thrust the dung into it, trying to squash okay. the... Well, you, you only get... Although, I'll just let you guys know, I'm not planning to take that spell. I'm planning to take animate objects instead, so... Okay. Uh, my dongle will remain lonely. <laughs> all, right. all right. Um that that I believe is a bonus action, correct? To attack with that? Spiritual um moving and attacking with it is about I am both moved and attacked with it, so I think that should Okay. All right, I've a Loki's turn. Um no, I think I, I think with the spiritual weapon you can move it and make an attack with it as a bonus action. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, then you so can you would both still have your Okay. Well, um since there in the sphere, can I just use my action to attack with it again? No. Um, you would have to like okay. make some other weapon attack yeah. or something. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, um, I'm actually going to yeah. cast Healing Word on myself with my action. You could cast, uh, unless you don't have it prepared, Cure Wounds and have do and heal more damage. Yeah. <clears throat> healing Word is like a ranged version. If you if you have Cure Wounds. Um, prepared. Yeah, I'll I'll just cast. Okay. Uh, 1d8 plus 3. Cat, I swear to freaking god. So, so 9 points of healing back. Okay. The three methods currently in the sphere, try to get out. None of them succeed. Cyril's turn. How far away am I from the sphere? Within, 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 uh, within range for to run up and attack something. Yep. Okay. I'm going. One of them is pretty low on hit points. I'm going to say that you that you uh, you are able to uh, carve up the rest of them. However, make a uh, dexterity saving throw. They're in the bubble. That's correct. Make it a sex wow. saving throw. <laughs> Six. Okay, you get splashed with kind of warm water. <laughs> and, that was kind of nice. And you, dis- yeah. and you dispatch the rest of them. Because right. I did not see much chance of them being able to, uh, to escape. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they need to roll pretty high. To have, you know, they had to make an 18, 19, or 20 to get out. Mm-hmm. And none of them had recharged their breath weapons. I'm like, oh, come on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so are Sierra and Malgalad uh, just kind of uh, 
I well, I would imagine just I'm just thinking like kind of pink and glowing from just being scalded. <laughs> yes, yes. As a matter of fact, that's, there's a lot of. Well, I mean, neither of them are neither of them are are human per se, but uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they've they're, yeah. They're, they're, well, they're also. I mean, they've also taken some claw attacks, so they're scratched up too. Oh, okay, but you yeah. know, are uh, are they hot to the touch after? Well, did they they kind of handle explode into hole? nothing, right? Like yeah, they, there, are they, there are there corpses. Well, oh, there's no corpses. There's no corpses left. They, when they when they die, they explode in a burst of steam and hot water. Eh. Nothing to loot. Yeah. I didn't want to loot. I just wanted to, you know, make some uh, you know, sigils mm. to ward off the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they don't. It's kind of dark for Sierra, but she's kind of pissed right now. <laughs> they, they um, my water see... sphere drops after one minute, so probably yeah. not long after the yeah. combat is done. So they, yeah, they, they, they did not seem to have much in mind aside from finding things to kill. Huh. All right. Well. Well, they spoke primordial, and they had really bad attitudes. <laughs> I believe the bad attitude part. <laughs> well, they did seem like relatively simple creatures of uh, their elemental nature. I don't know how much they had uh, in the way of, you know, thoughts and feelings beyond <laughs> following simple instructions. Those things were damn disrespectful. What are you talking about, thoughts and feelings? Well, you know, that's well, a point too though that like if they you know, if they have enough of a personality to stick out their tongue at uh, at a threat, that actually suggests some degree of sentience. Oh, yeah. yes, they they were more than sentient enough to tell me exactly where to go. <laughs> <laughs> they were Difficult they were made, Yeah. They I offered negotiation and they said no. Mhm. 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 Honestly, so, I probably could have told you that because I read their minds and the only thing that they were thinking was kill. Mm-hmm. Kill. <laughs> up <and> down. Kill. <laughs> so this, this cloud of those things drifted over towards us and then attacked, right? But there's lots of other sort of these clouds sort of in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Maybe focus more on the, on that, um, on the, uh, on the, on the Geyser Castle area they're mm-hmm. certainly thicker in that direction uh but but yeah that's um they're, they're as you kind of like gaze out across the landscape there's this is not this is by far not the only one of these clouds of critters do they all seem like the same kind yeah they they they, they, they don't seem to be too much difference from one to the next mm. <clears throat> um i mean it's conceivable that they're just like a manifestation of the magic of the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there may be some like elemental planar crossing going on or something. It's, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. It would, it would take some significant research to make strong uh, conclusions about what's going on here. Right. But I think it's easy to draw the line between um geysers and creatures that seems to be made of steam it yeah. seems like yeah that's pretty an obvious uh, correction uh, this, there's probably an aspect of sympathetic magic going on here mm-hmm. but 
for them to have like so did did you get the impression that they're following orders or that, that it's just their own feelings on the matter that they need to kill all intruders? No, they said they were the only ones here. Yeah. And intruder, intruders are killed. That's it. Hmm. Well, because the, the question would be, are they just possessing of a naturally nasty disposition or have they been set up to protect something? Hmm. I mean, they seemed unpleasant enough to me, but they didn't, they didn't tell us to stay away from anything. They didn't say it. They just said, kill all intruders, Mm -hmm. which may be enough for creatures that are not particularly intelligent. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly true they could be nasty and have been given orders. A rumbling shakes the earth. Ooh. Not not enough of an earthquake to, to topple you off your feet, but definitely enough to, you know, put waves on the surface of the of the springs nearby and a, a couple mm-hmm. of chunks of rock fall off of a nearby geyser, for, you know, a geyser crumbles just a little bit and... Uh, um, it's uh, yeah, just a, I, a rumbling I, tremor. Does, does the like it's getting ready to do anything? Um, make a nature check. Uh, twelve. Mm, you don't know enough about geysers specifically to say whether that was a precursor to anything. I just flashed on that terrible sequence in Interstellar. Where there's a whole apparently a whole planet where there's an inch of ocean except for the times that there's a huge gigantic wave. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so uh, gi- given that further exploration of this island almost certainly would mean encountering more of those things, and that rubble rumble was somewhat om- ominous. Um, I'm proposing that we perhaps move away from the giant geyser so that we don't all die. Yeah, we should definitely skirt it. Uh, have we heard that thunder again? That thunder? No, you have not heard that, that loud thunderclap again. Alright. Uh, Sierra is willing to press on uh, if anyone else. Yep. Alright, well, I suppose we're all going to die of something anyway. <laughs> Okay, so you, you press on towards the uh, towards the uh, towards the uh, geyser castle, um, and soon you are reaching um, areas where I mean it's it's becoming clear that there is there is there is water kind of flowing off of this thing all the time, feeding these these like shelf like hot springs, and any further progress you make is going to involve you've gone as far as you can towards this thing without having to somehow deal with this boiling hot water. Um, you, you, you just, there's just no further you can go without getting into it. Um, mm-hmm. So you would have to either fly over it or somehow be immune to the heat or otherwise, you know, deal with it. There's just too much of it to, to, you know, there's no place to hop over to another, solid place to stand. Um, 
uh, you've gone as gotten as close as you can, which uh, which is actually pretty close. I mean, you're about thirty feet away from where the thing starts to really slope upwards. Um, and uh, and it's about it's about a forty five degree slope going up towards what looks like the edge of a some kind of caldera, but it's all made of these you know flat pools of boiling hot water. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's see. Is there enough of the island where we can go around it? You could, yeah, you could skirt the edge of it and kind of, uh, you know, walk around the edge of the uh, the geyser if you wanted. Um, yeah, uh, I, I propose going around the edge and seeing if maybe there's like some kind of artificial or natural bridge into the thing. Or, so, mm. or like maybe a cave entrance in the side or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's worth looking. We could also uh-huh. uh, send up someone up for aerial reconnaissance. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, um, if anybody wants to hit me with um, polymorph, polymorph, mm-hmm. um. I'll go uh, up and take a look. I think it's my turn this time. Yeah. Uh, I I don't have it prepared either. You don't so have none it. of us have polymorph right now. Oh, I do. You could no. polymorph yourself, but that's so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll I will polymorph myself into a giant eagle. Okay, polymorph the crap out of yourself. Okay, you are you are now a giant eagle. You. Take off, fly around. Um, I assume you are t- staying far enough away from the uh, from the uh, clouds of methods to uh, to avoid their their uh, attention. You're not. You're not as as much as I can in my giant eagleness. Yes, <laughs> they seem to they seem to prefer to stay close to their um, close to the pools and things. They don't want to fly too far away from the from the geyser. Okay. Um, so you're able to fly up over the top uh, if you want. Or, okay, are you going to make like a circuit around the edge of it? Or are you going to um, um, uh, 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 fly up so you can see down inside? Um, I want to do both. Which first? That, like, make, like make a circuit first and okay. then uh, catch a thermal and... Uh, go up high. Okay. You see several places at various levels of elevation where there seems to be a passage leading through the wall of this thing, but all of them have got water flowing out of them. Mm-hmm. So you, there's no place that's like got dry land that leads in that isn't, that isn't you know, have, have steaming hot water coming out. Um, okay. But you fly, you make a circuit around the around the outside, and then fly up so you can look in. And uh, down in the bottom of this thing, you see even more of these clouds of of methods down there, and um, a pool of water. In the center of which, there's a kind of a bubbling, 
steaming, uh, boiling spot in the middle. And it's about 30 feet in diameter where the water is just completely churning with, uh, with gas and, and steam coming up from below. Okay. How strong is the smell of rotten eggs? It is pretty strong, um, especially um, in your, your animal form. It's not, you know, chokingly strong, but it is very unpleasant. Um, <clears throat> okay. You don't think that the air inside there would be necessarily just a completely poisonous uh, 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 air, but uh -huh. it also, you know, you might you might encounter spots where it was. It's not universally that bad, but it's something you'd probably want to consider. Mm -hmm. Okay. And finally, as you're looking around, um, uh, kind of as, as you're coming close to the end of the spell and coming back towards the party, mm -hmm. you spot mm -hmm. higher up the slope um, what you now recognize as the frame of a downed tanifact on the side of the cliffs. Mm-hmm. Those things are like open world video game collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this those are like the feathers in Assassin's Creed. How are we gonna get this? <laughs> it is it is basically sitting in the middle of one of these pools of boiling hot water on the side mm -hmm. of the on the side of the the, uh, the structure. Okay. Um would it be possible for me to uh, fly down close enough to, like, spear it with my talons and move it? You want to kind of, like, just grab it with your feet as you fly over? Yeah. Okay. Like it was a fish or something. Okay. Um, what I'd like you to do... I'm, uh, okay. Would you rather be sure of grabbing it, but have to take a deck save against damage, or... Maybe not grab it, but not take any damage. Um, I'll take the deck save against damage. Okay, make a dexterity save as you grab the frame of the Tanifact and fly into the air. What is the um, modifier for the giant eagle? Uh, uh, I'll pull it up. I do not have that. Um, it's plus three. Okay. Uh, uh, 22. Okay, you deftly snatch the frame up. It is ref not very heavy at all. It is entirely within your ability to carry it. And, uh, and it is uh, trailing some calcified strips of, of cloth. Um, and, uh, and, uh, 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 and you, uh, Carry it down to where the rest of the party is waiting and uh, drop it at their feet, basically. Yep. Um, it sustains some damage in the process of, uh, of doing it, but it's not completely destroyed. Hmm. And um, then I will uh, land and change back into myself. Um, could we have been taking a short rest while that was happening? Yes, there's enough time for that. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh... 
I didn't actually need any more hit points, but I can use my arcane recovery and get a fourth level spell slot back and um, my blade song. So very important. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So let, let's let's check out this thing that uh, uh, Sherby brought us a present. <laughs> uh, make an investigation check. Do you want to assist me? I'll assist. Okay. All right. uh, that's going to be a uh, dirty twenty. Okay. Uh, you find a. Um, uh, uh, there's no body there. Um, you find a couple of bones, like a thigh bone and a hip bone that have been calcified to the seat Mm. by the, by the Mm. minerals, but, but it looks like most of the body has been destroyed. Um, Mm. you, you also find a, um, a very corroded, uh, uh, metal, instrument of some kind it looks like might be some kind of navigational instrument but it is just completely encrusted with corrosion and and uh, uh and calcification and knowing you know what kind of instrument it was or even or, or getting it anywhere near usable form would involve a good deal of cleaning to uh to get all of that off mm-hmm. um <laughs> But you are able to scrape away some of the salts and deposits and find the uh, brass nameplate of the craft, and it uh-huh. is the Antala. Um, That's what I was again, just about you, to ask about. Yes. You got cut off. It is the Antala. Antala. Yeah. And if you consult your notes about mm-hmm. uh, what... Um, you know who was piloting it because you have that kind of cross reference in your in that book. Um, mm-hmm. The n- name of the pilot was Fercus Soltani. F e r k u s s o l t a n i, Fercus Soltani. The Soltani family name is not one you're familiar with, but there's a lot of families in this in the syndicate. Yeah, just someone who wasn't necessarily part of one of the big houses. Or not a directly part of that lineage, anyway. Or, or not one of the big houses that you've had much dealings with. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because yeah. being so, a pilot, being a pilot is a really prestigious position, hmm. but it's dangerous enough that they don't let like sons who are going to inherit do it. Yet. So they tend <laughs> to be like younger sons and daughters, and. Um, uh, especially sons, um, mm-hmm. because they're the most the most disposable, um, and um, but they do tend to be members of the family that owns the merchant house. It's it's pretty rare for them not to be. It happens, but in this case, he's from House Sultani. Mm-hmm. So I assume Sherby tells us uh, all the other stuff <laughs> that that you saw. Yeah, um, absolutely. So n- apparently, at least as far as you could tell, there was there was no way in that wasn't flooded with boiling hot water, which suggests that e- were we to go inside, the inside is also flooded with boiling hot water. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in a pinch, my resilient sphere could protect one of us from but uh, it only lasts for a minute. So 
yeah. you could you could get 300 feet <laughs> into the boiling water and then be uh, irretrievably <laughs> lost. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, um, so I, I don't know. I've got, I've got water walk so we could walk on the water and then, uh, slowly suffocate <laughs> because mm-hmm. of the, uh, sulfur fumes. Uh. It'd boil our lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we would die a stinking messy death. If that appeals. <laughs> That being said, if you did find some way to build a fortress inside there, it would be tremendously difficult to assault. <laughs> mm. uh, I think when uh, when Sherby says, you know, like a tremendously messy death, if, if that appeals, uh, Winter Avaloki, it, it kind of takes a moment goes, hmm, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so either. Hmm. All right. Well, so, yeah. I mean, was there any indication at all that there is, like, a non-flooded interior portion of this thing? Not that I could say. Hmm. It's also possible that it changes over time. Like, it's not always at the same level. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely has that, you know, um, think kind of thinking back, there were, like, rings around the inside that would be indicative of the water level being at different heights, you know, kind of uh, deposits left behind at different, different levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we need, what we need to do is camp out here and watch <laughs> it for like 24 hours to see if, uh, if, if we can observe any sort of a pattern in the level. Perhaps though, once I have successfully learned the spell tiny hut, Yes, probably a good idea. Hmm. Okay, we are getting close to our end uh, end time. Can I assume that you guys are going to head back to the ship? Uh, I I think so. Yeah, I'm done to head back to the ship. Okay. All right. So you head back to the ship. There's no further encounters on your way back. I had been going to point out that it was getting close. And Mm -hmm. you uh, and you get back onto the boat. And we will um, uh, uh, pick up again from there uh, in two weeks. Because next week we're going to play um, on the twenty sixth. We're going to play our uh, our our, our uh, reopening of the adamantine forge. Yes. <laughs> Be team to the rescue. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know if it's down there to rescue. Moving the plot forward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. B-team moved too fast, so now we're out of sync. <laughs> uh, well, actually, if you want to, we can, we can, we can, if you, because you're not going to, you're not planning any more landings, right? This is the last island you wanted to land on. Yeah. So uh, we can, we can, we can say that you have um, finished your survey. Um, and that you are going to sail back towards, uh, okay. You're going to sail towards Port of Kansas. So you're going to sail towards the, uh, the, the most efficient route to, to Batavai. We need our cash, man. Okay. So you're yeah. going to head full speed towards Batavai. Yeah. 
I think at some point we would uh, we would be checking uh, periodically to see when the uh, the effect of this. Right, right. So I figure, you know, like checking it twice a day, once when you get up and (coughs) excuse me, once before bed Mm -hmm. and, and then be able to sell. Okay. The effect ends when you reach sight of land in the mm. session. So it's basically as soon as you can see land, then the then then the effect of it is gone. Interesting. Um, do we have any yeah. indication that it's um, qualitative like that, or is it just kind of coincidence that that we? That's know? that's that. That's when it happened to you. Okay, so. That would we it would take additional testing to see if that was right. the reason or if it's just a radius. Right. Okay. Further clarification: When you say sea land, do you mean uh, through the naked eye or with the sp- from the naked eye? Yeah. I mean, this is so. Well, so- if we were checking it twice a day, it would probably just be, oh, we got up that morning. There's land. We test it, and now it works. It didn't work last night when we couldn't see land. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Interesting. But uh, yeah, so I think probably once it works, we would just touch base to say, uh, so, sup? <laughs> and uh, are you going to arrange to rendezvous in Tabatabai? Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. Okay. Yep. Then we will carry you through. And, and also, you're going to pay, um, uh, you're going to pay her the 100 gold. You're going to pay mm-hmm. Captain Tahiri the 100 gold. And uh, and you guys and that would leave you at um, uh, uh, um, uh, on the tw- on the on the 25th um, that would be um, the 25th of Malachite is when the uh, stargazer arrives at uh, Tabatabai. Well, I'm actually kind of excited by that because, you know, obviously I wasn't playing uh, the week that you, the B team went there. But as I was listening to it, I was thinking there's all sorts of stuff there that Avaloki would be interested in yes. that maybe uh, Susan not so much. So. Right, right. So, so we can <laughs> we can definitely have a session where, um, where because Tabatabai is your first landfall because she's making, all, you know, just beelining straight there as fast as she can. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that can definitely be a, a, the next session after after that. Yeah, um, we can uh, try again to see if we can find find someone interested in the whole logging. That's thing. true, and and you'll have a little more time to do that rather than just an hour's, uh, you know. Yeah. All right, all right. Cool. So I am stopping recording. <laughs>